0: This is the Wealth Game Podcast, where business owners and investors learn the game of growing and keeping more of their wealth through the same tax and investment strategies used by the wealthy. Your host, Brent Beeman, is a CPA, tax advisor, and president of Beeman & Company. Today, we're going to go over a cost segregation and what that means for you. When you hear the words cost segregation, Uh, people are typically referring to real estate and what opportunity we have in that real estate to generate some additional deductions. So here's how it works. Uh, Cost segregation involves breaking down the components of your real estate. When you think of real estate, and this is like rental properties or commercial properties, I want you to think of three main components. We'll simplify it here. So, one, the first main component of real estate is the land itself. Land does not have depreciation calculated on it. You got to understand that. Uh, The second component in real estate that we'll kind of summarize here is the building portion. And when I say the building portion, I'm typically talking about like the roof, the walls, the structure, and the foundation. That's the building. That's like the the stick and bones, the the bones of your building. That's that's the the building and the structure piece. So we've got land, we've got the building, or the structure piece, and the third one, I'm just going to call it other. This is this is different types of prof- property other than land and the building and the structure. This other category. This is actually where we have that opportunity with the cost segregation. Um, some of the some examples of what's in that other category. Is flooring inside inside the property. It's appliances, it's light fixtures. It's for a home, it's the driveway, it's the cement leading up to the driveway, it's the cement on the sidewalk, it's land improvements. It's, if you put in trees or shrubs or plants, you did landscaping, all of those improvements are actually included in this other category as well. There's fencing, that's that's one of the other things. There's there's pools, that's That's one of the other things what makes these other components different than say land, which has no depreciation and the building, which is depreciated over either 27 years or 39 years, this other category, all these different things are depreciated over different lengths of time. There's some things that are written off or depreciated over three years. There's some things that are depreciated over five years, some are seven, some are 15 years, but the one thing that all of these have in common, And those things that are depreciated at less than 15 years, like the default depreciation life, all of these have in common that they are eligible for bonus depreciation or accelerated depreciation. In the year 2022, this is the last year that we can take 100% bonus depreciation on all of those other components, those things that have that shorter lifespan, the shorter depreciable life. Uh, so say, let's let's give a quick example. Kind of give you some rough percentages of what we typically see. So on a, on a property, you think of the value. Let's do a $100,000 property. Um, when you buy it, you pay $100,000 for it. Let's say that land is allocated. Let's say there's a 20% of that is allocated to land. So $20,000, we say there's a value of $20,000 for that land. Let's say the building has a value of building in the structure, has a a value of $50,000. So we've got land of 20, building of 50K, and the remaining, that $30,000 is what would be allocated and really applied to those other components. You've got to do it. Well, I I just quickly came up with that percentage and did a really informal way of doing it. The cost segregation itself is not a quick and dirty calculation. It's actually a very specific in formalized way of coming up with those those allocations and those dollar amounts, like while for tax purposes we want that third other category to be as high as possible, because we can accelerate those those deductions, we can accelerate accelerate that value in the year that we buy the property. It's got to be supported by a cost segre- segregation, a cost segregation study, which is engineering based, and a cost segregation report, and the report is a summary of all these different components, site's tax code, um, it's got pictures to the property, that cost segregation study and report are very important to help support and provide documentation for your deduction if it's ever needed. So remember those the three main components, land, building, and other components, the other, that's the category that can be accelerated. Um, so that's like the cost segregation, that's kind of a, a simplified version of it. These cost segregation reports, um, they'll range from kind of a couple page summary um, from some of these companies that can issue reports like that, or that's more of like the study, but not the report. There is another step after the study and report are done. It's got to be updated and reported under your tax return correctly as well. You've got to have someone that knows how to get that reported. There's a, a couple different, different differentiations and, and just things you got to know or ways to report rental properties. If you have an existing property, like say you've had it for three years and now you're interested in a cost segregation, that process to report a cost segregation and bonus depreciation on that property is different than a property that you just bought in the last year and it's your first time reporting it. On the one hand, the one that you've had for years, technically, your depreciation has been calculated incorrectly on those years this is why we don't view this as an aggressive tax strategy this is actually a strategy and something that's in the tax code and doing a cost segregation is actually the correct way to do it but if you've had that that existing property and say you've been writing things off deducting things slower than they should have been written off we have to go back we take the cost segregation take the report we actually have to go back and calculate how much depreciation you could have taken and there's a specific way to report it on the tax the tax return to catch up that that accelerated depreciation it's called the 481a adjustment where it's a little different than typical depreciation but we can use that 481 adjustment to catch up your your really your missed depreciation over the years that you've had it so that's that's on the existing property we need to change your accounting method there's specific forms. It's a form 3115. We need to change that accounting method to correct like the previous depreciation and to get you that benefit all in one year. But as, as comparison, if you buy that new property, you've never had depreciation on it, we can take the cost segregation, calculate the bonus depreciation off of that, and do it in that first year. And we typically do see about 30% of new properties and even existing properties you haven't. T- you haven't had too long, about 30% of the original purchase price of that property is typically qualifying for this cost segregation. So there's some massive benefits to it. Everyone will, or not everyone can use the deductions that are created with cost segregations. You've got to make sure you meet those requirements. You've got it set up in the right entity and it's the type of rental or you have other types of income to offset. But uh, there's just kind of the, the summary of cost segregation to help you increase your wealth and to help you keep more of your wealth through these tax strategies. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Be sure to subscribe and please provide a review of what you thought of this episode. For specific topic requests or questions to be covered, please email questions at wealthgamepodcast.com.